Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com. In our program, we study one chapter of Tanakh each podcast. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom, and I'm delighted to be studying Sefer Divrei with you. In this podcast, we'll study Divrei Bet, Perak Chaf Gimel. Um, in Perak Chaf Bet, we uh, read about the death of Yeho Achaz and uh, about how uh, all of his uh, children have been killed except for one Yoash, the young one who was a baby, who was saved by Yehoshavat Bat HaMelech, whose name is presented a little bit differently in Malachim Bet, Perak Aleph, which is the parallel to that chapter in ours, um, and was squirreled away for six years while the queen mother, Ataliyahu, uh, daughter of uh, Omri in the north, uh, ruled over the country. And now we will see in Parakhav Gimel what will ha- what happens after those six years. In the seventh year, the Kohen Gadol got enough strength together in order to be able to make the next move with the Yehoash, in which all the hopes rode, and against Ataliyat. And he took generals or officers according to the certain leadership of Lazariahu ben Yerucham and Yishmael ben Yehochanan Lazariahu ben Oved and Masayahu ben Adayahu Vatali Shafat ben Zichri Imova Brit. They made a Brit with these five military leaders and all and all of their men under them. Vayasobu bi Yehuda. They went throughout Yehuda. Vayikbetsuat haLeviim mikolare Yehuda. Gathered all of the Leviim. Vrashe avot Yisrael and the heads of the families. Vayavo el Yerushalayim. They came to Yerushalayim, and here we're going to see a rebellion. So they came into the into the Mikdash, and Yoash, who was there, was now seven years old. Uh, they all made a breed with him. And so Yehoyada said, "Here is the child of the king, He will rule." To fulfill the breed, essentially, as the God's word was about B'nai David, that David's children will always rule, and not Ataliyahu, who is a queen mother, who herself is from the house of Omri, and it propagates of Odazarat. Here's the plan. Here's what you do. One third of you are the Kohanim and Levi'im who are supposed to be there this week. In other words, you're according to the Mishmeret that David had already divided. Including those who are the ones who guard the doors. Remember that the Levim have two jobs, Mishorim and Shoarim, as David divided them. One third of you stay in the king's house. In Melachim, in the parallel uh, passages, Bishar Sur, but evidently it refers to the foundation. And the notion is that you will be at the eastern gate uh, of the Azara. Everybody else will be in the courtyards. Only the Kohanim themselves and those who serve, the, in other words, the Levim, will come into Beit Hashem. They're sanctified, they come in. Everybody else guards the guard of Hashem, meaning protects the Mikdash, and protects people who come in who should not come in. This is still the plan. The Levim will surround the king from around. Everyone with his armor, meaning his weapons. Anyone who tries to get into the house will be killed. This is how we are going to successfully overturn You stay with the king on his way in and on his way out. All right, that's the direction. 
So everybody did what Yehuda uh, commanded. So the incoming uh, mishmeret and the outgoing mishmeret all came together. In other words, every week the Kohen Gadol would would uh, release the mishmeret that was there. He hadn't released the previous week's mishmeret, so they had two mishmerot present. So Yada gave these generals the spears and the shields and the other kinds of shields that David had, made, had, had conquered from Hadad Ezer way back in, uh, in Shmuel Bet, uh, Perak Chet, Asher Melech David, Asher Beit Elohim that were in Beit HaElohim, in the, in the Mikdash, so he, he stood them all with their weapons, from the right side, meaning the south side, all the way to the left, which means the north side, Yamin and Shmuel and Tanakh are cognomens for north and south, south and north, uh, from a perspective facing east, 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 so from the Mizbeach all the way into the Beit HaMikdash, Allah Melech Saviv. So they're all surrounding the king. So they brought the king out, finally, this young boy, seven years old, they brought him out of the Mikdash, publicly. They put the crown on him. They gave him the Sefer Torah that a king's supposed to have. And they crowned him. They declared him king. So the Kohen Gadol and his sons anointed him, and they all declared, Long live the king. And we knew this was coming. Atalia hears about this. Remember, she thought no children were alive. She heard all of the people running, and heard people saying, She came to the people who were in the house of Hashem. She saw the king standing at his position, in the entrance way, to the Mikdash, she saw the ministers around him and the trumpets around him. All of the leaders were happy. And hearing the cornets blast, and all of the Levim who were playing with their instruments, and singing halal. She tore her clothes. She says, A conspiracy has been made against me. So Yehoyada took the the generals or the colonel, the heads of the army, and he said, "Take her out from the house through the through the rows, as it were. Get her out." And if, any, if anybody tries to help her, meaning tries to help her escape, they should also be killed by the sword. I mean, it's assuming here that she will certainly be killed by the sword. Because the Yada said she should not be killed in the Mikdash. Which could mean that they made a space for her or they actually held their hands together to make rows. And she went in the direction towards the king's palace. And they killed Atalia there and none of us are shedding a tear. And this pasuk actually clarifies a very bizarre parallel pasuk in Malachim, which we'll take a look at in a moment. Uh, actually, we'd like to look at it right now. In Malachim Bet, Perak Yod Aleph, 
It's very strange, and it looks almost like photography, as if the sofer had uh, overcopied something. Uh, but what it means, as we can see in our passage, is <coughs> um, that he made a breed between Hashem and the people and the king, meaning between the people and the king, meaning the key people's allegiance to the king, and a breed between the people and the king and Hashem. So you look back at the Pasuk and Malachim and now we understand it. Between Hashem and the king and the people, that they should all belong to Hashem, and also between the king and the people, that's a separate breed. And in our passage, it goes from the opposite direction of first focusing on the Brit between the people and the king, and then all of them together, a Brit with Hashem. Then they came to the place of the Baal worship that Atalia evidently had set up, and they destroyed it. They broke away, broke apart the altars and the images that were there. There was a particular fellow named Matan, which is actually a Phoenician name, who was the Kohen Baal Hagul. They killed him right in front of those Mizbachot. And Yehoyada then ordered the Likonim and the Levim, as David had divided them, to bring Korbanot to Hashem. And it was the Kohanim whose week it was. And to sing through David's songs. He also set up the gatekeepers, the Levim, who that's their job, onto the gates of the Beit HaMikdash, of the Azarah, to keep Tmeim out. The leaders of Tamoshlim Ba'am, and all of the important people, they brought the king down from the Mikdash, through the upper gate to the palace. They put him on his throne. All of the leaders were happy. All of the landed gentry were happy. That's Amharetz. The city was finally quiet. And of course, Etalio, they had already killed with a sword, so we're all pretty happy about that. In Perach we hear we'll hear about Yoash's rule. Um, but in the meantime, we have heard about his ascendance to the throne through the very uh, active office of Yehoyada HaKohen. We'll pick it up in the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.